Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 13, is where we turn our spotlight, reading at verse number 18 down through verse number 23 in the New Living Translation. Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth. So no fruit is produced. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as had been planted. Amen. You may go to your seats around the building, even in the presence of of our God. Come back with me to that 23rd verse which says the seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear. Oh yeah. And understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60 or even a hundred times as much as had been planted. I want to talk in these moments that we share, I'm in it for the long run. I'm in it for the long run. I believe I look around this, this room and those who of you who have made a decision to give your life to Christ and you were serious by saying, I'm in it for the long run. I'm not going to be short-term. I'm not going to be temporary. I'm not going to be the flavor of the week. I'm not going to be the one who is not consistent, not committed, realizing that challenges will inevitably come. But when you have God on your side, you can be 
an overcomer. I'm in it for the long haul, a long haul. In other words, sometimes it can get heavy, difficult, challenging. But no matter what it is, we understand God is able. Matter of fact, somebody could wrap up right now and head for the door in that because you have to have the understanding that God is indeed able. Bring down giants, walk across the Red Sea, come out of a fiery furnace, deal with a lion in a lion's den, deal with the fact of being outnumbered by others, all kinds of things. One of the things I preached about last night and we'll even go back to it in another way in the next gathering able to empower us to get out of the boat walk on the water healing things matter of fact even the lame man who was brought to the temple gate you are able to see able to shout able to praise able to praise God in spite of my past my present and my hope for tomorrow I'm in it for the long haul I'm in it for the long haul because I've seen God work he's worked in my life matter of fact I'm a living example of the of the miraculous touch of God I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus I'm in it for the long haul even because of persons that could come and they could have a demonic spirit but their demonic spirit is not going to pour any cold water on my joy why not because the joy of the Lord is my strength I'm in it for the long haul I'm not going to give out, not going to give up, not going to give in, not going to quit, not going to be discouraged, not going to go to the very things that persons want you to go left when God has told you to go right and I'm in it for the long haul. Some of you remember when you walked down the aisle and gave your life to the Lord and the preacher asked that question, how long do you plan to serve the Lord? The first question is, what are you here for? I'm here to give my life to Jesus. And then the second question was when they would have the public talking and you remember the church when they would ask you the question right out front, and they, how long do you plan to serve him? Well, the correct answer will always be, I'm in it for the long haul. Matter of fact, what we would say, for the rest of my life, because as long as God gives me breath, I'm understanding that if I have breath, God gave it to me. And if God, and no, since God has given me breath, breath I ought to have praise because the Bible says let everything that had breath praise the Lord if you're breathing in this plate praise the Lord if you're moving and operating and making it through another week you can praise the Lord praise the Lord that a bullet didn't get you Praise the Lord that a drunk driver didn't run into you. Praise the Lord that somebody stopped because of expired 
plates does not run you over. I, you praise the Lord that some gun violence has not taken you out. We come to give God praise. I'm in it for the long haul. I'm in it for the long haul because I'm surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. I'm in it for the long haul because where I am weak, he is strong. I'm in it for the long haul because he can throw out a lifeline. And even though I don't understand, God understands. And so that is the driving part of this message that will come back in our Sunday Biblical Institute and somebody will take a look at it at some point. But when I look at this reality, number one, one's faith must go beyond just going through the motions. I, I believe that if you got up this morning, you didn't just come to church to go through the motion to check the box that I was in church. My God, you're here because you need to hear a word from the Lord. You're here because you need encouragement. You're here because you need to get fired up. Matter of fact, when they're getting ready for a big game, most times they will have a pep rally. And in the pep rally, they'll come in the band and the cheerleaders and the twirlers and all the cheer team will come and they'll get the team fired up for the game. Well, in some cases, that's what church can be. Church can be the moment when I come into worship and, and I'm not knocking the, those of you who are online. I'm thanking God for watching from Puerto Rico and other places, but I'm thanking God that when I come into this sanctuary, I can get fired up. I'm fired up, fired up. I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to run on a little while longer see what the end is gonna be I'm in it for the long haul and every now and then you got to get that sense of refreshment in the recent days I've become I'm a new fan to NASCAR I didn't ever know I'd get into NASCAR but recently I was I've been looking at NASCAR and I one of the things I love about NASCAR is when they're going around that track but every now and then they got to figure around how they're going to make a pit stop when they make that pit stop and then they come out with all of that enthusiasm and energy and changing the tires and all of the things. And I was watching a NASCAR and after the gentleman pulled out, obviously somebody did not tighten the wheel and the wheel came off. And then I heard the announcer say, that's going to be, that's going to cost somebody in that pit crew. They're going to cost them some money and then they're going to have deal with being suspended but I'm thanking God that what worship can be for many of us is a pit stop. When you come to the pit stop, the pit stop, you get a sense of refreshment. And if you don't like NASCAR, how about boxing? Boxing, then after the three minutes of the round, you make it to the corner. And when you make it to the corner, typically they'll jump into the ring with a bucket of water and some instructions. And they will splash you in the face. And they will tell you what you did right in the round and what you need to do different 
differently if you want to pull this thing off. But I'm thanking God that we are getting that sense of inner being energized, that sense of being fired up. And, and every now and then when you watch boxing, especially when a person has a championship belt, as long as you got the championship belt, they always refer to you as champ. Champ, no matter what's going on, you could be getting your brains beat out, but you still champ. And when they talking to you, they're telling you that you got to get back up there, get your guard up. Uh, matter of fact, if you got a little wobbly, get some distance, don't get too close, don't get in a clinch, all of those things, those directive. And so the faith, your faith must go beyond just going through the motion. That's what it says in that 23rd verse, the seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear. I'm thanking God. There are some people who hear, but there are other folk, grace, they truly hear. I heard what you said. The matter of fact, that's what the that's what the lingo and the back and forth that sometimes persons will say, I hear you, but they really don't hear you. They already have their mind made up in another arena. But then in that 23rd verse of Matthew chapter 18, it says, Those who truly hear, when you truly hear, you can see the miraculous taking place. But not only do I truly here, but the Bible says, I understand. I understand you're working things out. I understand that you're opening up my blinded spirit, and I want to tell somebody in the room that the world wants to spiritually blind you. The world wants to tank your faith. The world wants to get you angry and mad and looking at the wrong thing, but I've come to tell you that you've got the look the devil in the eye and say, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm in it for the long haul. I'm going to make it not part of the way, but all of the way. I was having a conversation the other day with another gentleman and he was talking, wanted to ask some questions about running marathons. And he said, what is the most difficult point of running a marathon? I said, I don't know what the most difficult point is, but I do know that there's a point and Joel Price and others in the room can relate to it when you're on that road and you get to that point where it says half marathon this way, full marathon that way. And matter of fact, when you get to that point, you say, if I go that way, then this thing is not going to last very much longer. But then when you have made that commitment to go the other way, and you understand that when you make that turn, there's not a whole lot of folk making that turn because the mass of people are going to turn in the other direction. And I've got to tell somebody that when you're in it for the long haul, you can't necessarily go with the crowd. When you, my, the crowd can mess you up. My God, that's what my late mother used to say. You gotta be careful about following the crowd. The crowd can get you thrown out of school. The crowd can get you hooked up in some stuff that you don't need to be hooked up with. And somebody's in here today, thanks be 
to God that the Lord is still in the cleansing business because you went with the crowd, but you can thank God that you're in this house, that God has the ability to clean your life. I wish I had a witness here this morning, Highland Park, and I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to lift up my hands. I'm going to give God the glory in spite of my past and in spite of my mistakes. I made a decision. I made it for the long haul. I'm in it for the long haul. I not only have I truly heard, but it says I understand God's word. And God's word is going to produce something in me. Something's going to bubble up in me. Something's going to be get excited. I thank God that I can come in here and I see our dancers dancing. I hear the praises going up. But I can thank God for how the Lord can show up in our lives. How the Lord Lord can energize us, how the Lord can stir things up. My God, some of you that matter of fact, I just had a I just had a Sunday morning flashback. A Sunday morning flashback when the old church and years ago when your parents and you came out of homes where you got ready for Sunday dinner. And Sunday dinner, you got ready for it on Saturday night, and you left the house in the morning, and you could feel you could already smell the aroma and you would be so excited to get home and my God and you would have the pots going and every now and then you would have to stir I thank God for the stirring yet I thank God that some things have gotten stirred up in our lives some things had to wake up in our spirit sometimes we had to go through something because God is trying to get you somewhere I gotta come back to that again. I, you got to go through something because uh, I'm trying to get you somewhere. Why do I have to go through what I'm going through? Because God is developing you for the long haul. He's developing you that when a challenge comes your way that you don't have to fail, that you don't have to fall, that you do not have to give up, but you're in it for the long. I need to build up your spiritual muscle. I need to build you up in your prayer life. I need to build you up in your praise. I need to build you up that you're not concerned about people and circumstances and all of that. I want to build you up and when I build you up I can stand up and I I can praise God no matter where I am. Call me whatever you want. Call me a holy roller. But if you knew what the Lord has done, if you knew what the Lord is doing, uh, my God, you would shout for me. If you knew how low I was in terms of my spirit, you, uh, you don't know how far the Lord has brought me. He picked me up. He turned me around. He put my feet on a solid ground. I'm in it for the long haul. I'm thanking God. There's a whole lot of flash in the pan people, flash in the pan businesses. That matter of fact, that cryptocurrency messed up a whole lot of people. There's a whole lot of people you got messed up with 
pyramid schemes, all these kind of things. Matter of fact, I was over, I was over my aunt and uncle's house the other day. They don't have any children, and I gotta go over there and check on them. Like I gotta check on them today, see what's going on. And now I just said that they don't have any children, but I went, I was over there the other day, and the phone rang. I picked up the phone, and I told, and I, and I, and when I picked up the phone on the other end of the line, the person said, I'm, I'm the oldest grandson. Somebody missed that. I just told you they don't have any children. And the person on the other end of the line said, I'm the oldest grandson. I said, oh, really? What's your name? I want to know who you are because I I I I know who they are and I, but I don't and then quickly he he understood that he was talking to somebody who was not elderly. We was talking to somebody who was quick of mind. And the next thing I knew, Ron, he hung up. Oh uh, yeah, and I but but because he caught the wrong person at the wrong time. But when you look at God, you look at the devil. The devil is always going to try to catch you. He's always going to try to catch you with your guard down. He's always going to try to catch you. That's why you got to understand when you have made a decision to live for Jesus, this can't be something you pick up on Sunday and put it down as soon as you leave church. No, when you're in it for the long haul, no matter what my outfit is, no matter what's going on, I'm in it for the long haul. And if you you catch me on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or a Thursday or no matter where you catch us, whether we're in church, out of church, whether we're at a social gathering on the highway, you're in it for the long haul. You are an ambassador. You are a representative. You are a disciple of Jesus Christ. And if you are, and I'm not talking about I'm a member of the church because a whole lot of folk who are members of the church and they going to hell. But I'm thanking God and I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not sending them there. They made their decision. But I'm come to tell somebody that when I'm anchored in the word of God, I'm anchored in my faith. I will bless the Lord at all times. I don't need for somebody to pump me up. I can pump, pump, pump up the volume. I can lift up my voice and I'm in it for the long haul. And if you had energy and enthusiasm at the sports arena at the club if you had excitement in your old life I know you want to forget about it but if you were excited then I ought to be excited now and I understand when I come into this house I will give God praise I'll give God praise that I didn't lose my life I'll give God praise that no addiction took me out of here I I'm giving God praise because he's the best thing that could ever happen to me. Is there anybody here early this morning? And you can say to whoever I run into, I'm in it for the long haul. 
I, yeah, I'm in it for the long haul. This is not going to be temporary. I saw, I saw, I saw one of the sprinters the other day, and she was getting ready to get her ticket to be able to go to the world champion. She was there, and she was there, and she was very colorful. But the thing she did right before Richardson is her name, and then right before the race started, she took a wig off. Oh yeah, she took a wig and threw it off. And then I said to myself, she really looks better without that wig. But but uh, yeah, yeah, but. I'm, but then she ran that race because sometimes you got to throw off some things that get, yes, there are too many things that can distract your life. You are in it for the long haul. One of the things about running a marathon, you don't want to make, you don't want to have a pebble in your shoe, Steve. You don't want, you want to make sure because if you have a problem at two miles, it's going to be a real serious problem at 20 miles. And so you got to make some decision. And one time I had something in my shoe and I had to get on off because that thing was messing me up. I was about 12 miles in and I got sat on the curb. I said, I got to make an adjustment. Somebody came and said, you're all right. I'm, I'm going to be fine in a minute. And once I get this, get my equipment together. But you got to understand when you're in it for the long haul, every now and then you got to pause. Yeah. Matter of fact, this is the way they used to say it back in the old radio DJ day. You got to take a pause for the cause. Do I have a witness here? You got to pause sometime. What am I going to do when I pause? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to evaluate where I am. What am I going to do when I pause? That's what, that's what worship can be. Worship can be your moment of pause. I'm, I'm pausing, God, because I need to hear a word from you. I'm pausing, God. You can get so wrapped up in all of the things of this world and it's a world with so many distractions out there and the second thing I got to tell somebody, you got to resist Satan's attempts to intercept God's word. What God, what he wants to do is to intercept the word of God. You heard the word of God, but before you can get out of here, Satan wants to intercept you. That Satan wants to block you. Matter of fact, I don't know who he's going to use, but he will use whoever he can. You, but any, but no matter who that person is, I got to look at them dead in their eye and I'm saying I'm in it for the long haul I came to worship this morning I heard what I needed to hear and I'm thanking God that when I leave out of here that's why I had a lady in our church of yeah yogi she lived right around the corner up there in Harlem and she would leave church on Sunday morning and she would run out of the church ran out every Sunday never stood around to talk to anybody didn't shake any hands and one time I ran into her. I said, why you run out of church? As soon as benediction is said, you out of here like a jet. And she said to me, I don't want anybody to get in my spirit. I, I need to take and I need to absorb what the Lord has said to me. I don't want to hear any gossip. I don't want to hear about this, that, and the other. I just want to rush home and sit in my chair and just allow the word to 
marinate in my spirit. I believe there's some good cooks out there, and every good cook knows in order to get some nice tender meat, you got to marinate. Do I have a witness here? There's some of us now, we want to get, we want to hit it and quit it. We want to get, man, all we have is just a glaze over. And when God does not want you just to have just a glaze, but he wants to have you to have this very thing that is down in the depths of your very soul. Come with me to verse number 18. He said, I need for you to listen. There's a parable out there, and a parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. Jesus is talking in verse 19 that about the seed that fell on the footpath. And I'm thanking God that the seed is the word of God. But, and then, but some people, they don't understand the word. That my God, that when they get in, they, they, don't, they don't allow it to tank hold of their lives and then the evil one that's the devil that's the Satan but I need to tell somebody that the devil is a liar he will not steal my joy I'm thanking God that he can step into my life and give me everything I need just when I need it I'm not going to allow the evil one to snatch that seed he wants to snatch it but he can't can't snatch it. That's why when you go traveling in some of these places, you always got to protect your valuables. If, um, if you're a gentleman, uh, they say don't wear, don't have your wallet in your back pocket because uh, somebody could pick your pocket. Uh, don't, uh, yeah, ladies, uh, make sure you don't let the leave walking around uh, with your bag wide open. Uh, matter of fact, even in church now, uh, when you come to the altar, you got to bring your pocketbook with you. My God, uh, because yeah, that there's a new generation out there. But I'm thanking God uh, that I'm not going to allow the devil uh, to steal my joy. Do I have a witness here? I'm going to give God praise because I'm in it for the long haul. Thank you, God. Not, not the short time, but a long haul. That 20th verse, that sometimes the, the, the seed can fall on rocky soil. And that's the people, they hear the word and they have joy. Joy. My God, I heard the word. I'm excited about the word. And every one of us needs to be excited about the word of God. That's what got me up this morning. That's what got you up this morning. Because I'm excited about the word of God. That brings me to my third point. And my third point is... Go deeper with your roots to extend your joy. I had joy in verse number 20, but I got to take that my roots deeper. And as my roots go deeper, my joy can go longer. I just said something and somebody missed it. When my roots go deeper, my joy can go longer. Thank you, God. Let me say it one more time because some people need to hear it three times. Three times might be a charm. When I go deeper, my joy can go longer. And I'm thanking God that I want to be joyful until the next 
next time I get back to the word of God until next time when I get my refreshment until next time when the Holy Spirit shows up in my life because I'm in it for the long haul. Somebody said, Reverend, why are you preaching so hard? It's early in the morning. It's the middle of July, but I'm lifting up the name of Jesus because I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what your challenge is, but I'm thanking God that I'm leaning and depending on him. Yes, Lord. I'm, and as I go deeper with my roots, my joy is extended and don't give in to the thorns and don't give in to the destruction of materialism. The bling bling. You get wrapped up in money, money, money. You get wrapped up in how many people like me and so social media, you get wrapped up with all those fake friends that can show up in your life. Don't you get excited about them, but get excited about the Word of God. What a friend we have in Jesus. I'm thanking God. Some of those other friends, they will go away, but I'm thanking God for Jesus. He will keep on and on and on taking care of me. Verse 21 says, but since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems, as soon as they're persecuted. And I'm thanking God for the seed. Yes, there's another seed that falls amongst thorns. Thorns represents those who heard the word of God. But I'm thanking God that after they heard the word of God, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life. They're crowded out by what you're trying to do with your finances. Crowded out. That's my word for you, Highland Park. Don't allow anything to crowd out God. I can't allow you, God, to crowd me out. I got to say to God, yes, Lord, I am. I'm in it for the long haul. I will hide the word. That's why I'm talking to my discipleship folk. In my heart, I will study the word of God because I want to be a man or woman. I want to be approved by the power of God. Good morning, Highland Park. May the Lord bless you real good. But I'm, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. Give him some praise. Give him some praise. He's still a miracle worker. He's still a problem solver. Give him some praise. He will show up. He will show out. Give him some praise. He'll make a way out of no way. Give him some praise. He is the best thing that could ever happen in my life. Yes, Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm in it, I'm in it, I I I I'm in it. 
in this room and you can look around and you can see some folk they coming through they've come through they're they're blessed by the best they've been in hospital rooms they've dealt with a diagnosis they've been fired from jobs they dealt with a divorce but I'm in it for the long haul I saw a loved one funeralized. I'm in it for the long haul. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park and Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, FB hp.org and remember there's power at the park I love you. I love you.